Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. and welcome everyone to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this Friday Eve. Man, it sure is. It's been uh, what seems like a long but a fun week. We had a good time yesterday on location, on site, doing a remote for Ace, Bolt, and Screw. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. I- I'll tell you, the-, the key takeaway for me, was just to be in the midst, it's been a while, of a thriving, prosperous, well-run small business amongst uh, entrepreneurs. Been in business a long time. I'll say it again, just as I did yesterday, and I shared it with uh, Randy and Mike, that you got to do something right to keep a business enduring for that long. You're doing something right. That means you're treating people right. Most of all, sure, you got to have good products, you got to have good services, no question. And and they do, obviously. But you got to treat people right. And that's clear from just observing interactions with the ACE staff and customers, prospective customers. The place was buzzing. It was fantastic. People buying stuff And uh, walking out with their selections, folks helping them load it into their vehicles. Just a good thing to see, but this is the backbone of the American economy. This is what makes this country great. There's no question. It's just the free market and the opportunity to just have a, a vision and a dream. And then to bring that to fruition and produce wealth for society and value for society and be rewarded for it just by doing right, serving people. And it was clear that's what was going on yesterday. But uh, they're fantastic vendor partners that were on hand helping prospects with their selections. It's just amazing, like everything else in our world, how much innovation has occurred, even in industrial tools and fasteners and bolts and screws. Yeah, I gave you a bit of a heads up the day before that you would see some some truly amazing battery-powered technology, and I think I even undersold it a bit. I was blown away. Our good friend Price Wallace asked, did you get the battery-powered pressure washer? I'm dang sure thinking about it, Price, i tell you that. Though when I heard that story and saw that... <laughs> Because I just think, I like to pressure wash, you know, I, I, like, I put the headphones on, the music, and just spray, you know, and clean the mold and mildew off the, the deck and the, and the driveway and so forth. It's, uh, it's therapy for me, honestly. It's satisfying. Exactly. 
It's a sense of accomplishment, right? Watch all that dirt and grime go away, and it looks nice. You kind of take a, a a sense of accomplishment and a pride in pride, as you said. But yeah, the I tell you, the idea of not having to deal with the gas and the earl and uh, all the other <laughs> issues associated with maintaining uh, the traditional gas-powered engines and, and pressure washers. Yeah, that certainly that's got me thinking about it. But Gosh, it was just so cool, and those guys are so proud, and well, they should be, of their business. And uh, their people are, too. And that's how you know you're treating them right, when they have that same feeling of of uh, just goodwill towards their employer, and they just have a positive, energetic view and attitude about the company they work for and the products they represent. I just want to share that. So take that example and multiply it by millions. That's in this country, everywhere. And the only thing that can stop the continuation of that, and the realization of that, the so-called American dream, where you just start out with an idea and you're able to muster up the resources to, and you stay at it, and sometimes you may fail and you got to pick yourself back up and keep going. To create a business like that, employ so many people, and and serve not only the community but the nation, so many customers. Found out, in fact, one of their largest customers of fasteners, not a company here in uh, Mississippi but out of state, happened to be one of our IT customers, several states away, by the way, that uh, for which we implemented a very sophisticated ERP. Uh, manufacturing process, distribution, supply chain solution for them. But that was kind of cool to learn about that, being one of their largest customers. But here, here's what can impede that. You may think, well, not enough capital, poor marketing, bad products, services, etc. Sure, all, all that could be a factor. But the number one challenge? The government. It's the government. All you have to do is look at all this ESG nonsense that we talked about yesterday, all this extended reporting the government wants to impose on publicly traded companies. Now, it always starts as publicly traded companies, but it makes its way down. And what will start happening is they'll require these publicly traded companies to collect information about their vendors. That would be these smaller companies that are not publicly traded, and they'll have to start collecting information about all their ESG efforts with respect to the diversity of their staffs and and their ownership and whom they do business with and all that sort of stuff, and their climate change efforts. This is what could get in the way of realizing and the continuation of the American dream. It's the American government which is insane when you think about it, that that is what could interfere with the American dream. But I just wanted to pass that on. That was my takeaway from that. Uh, first, I was just so impressed with the event and the activity and just the buzzing and the brisk business occurring. That was just really cool. And, and they all treated me like gold, honestly, better than I deserve. But, and I'm appreciative of that. But just so impressed with the organization and the business. And again, there are lots of those all over the place, and we just got to be aware of that. 
keep the government out of it. In the meantime, we've got, uh, you, you probably already have seen this, but some rather tragic news to share about this collapse of a condominium, condominium in uh, Miami, and still don't know the, uh, the total number of fatalities, et cetera, on that, but watching the news reports on that, this is weird. I mean, buildings in the United States, this is something you expect to see in third world countries. You don't expect to see buildings just collapse like that in the United States. Especially when they've been standing for 40 years? Yeah. It was built in 81, completed right. in 81? Exactly. I but, have seen some scuttlebutt about the possibility of a sinkhole being involved, which okay. would make sense considering the area and the soil. And I have seen some silver lining reports that these might have been condos for timeshares or temporary living or stuff like that. And I've seen what looks like a, a quasi-official number of they're, they're looking for 80 people and they've found 35. 35, yeah. Uh, one death, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, one so death far. reported so far. Uh, one, I guess, resident of the building had to have their leg amputated to be extracted from the building. So we wanted to pass that on in case you haven't seen that on the news. That's just breaking this morning. And uh, we, we pray uh, for the best. And um, that we find more survivors, still a lot of people being looked look for. But the, the scene is horrific. Uh, Thompson Greenwood says, did you see the video? Yes, I did. The video is now. There is a video that captured. Of course, uh, this is it's common uh, in this country or perhaps in our world. We've got video uh, picking up almost everything. You know, the, the idea that out, certainly out in public spaces that there's not video surveillance going on, either installed by the city or private citizens on their properties and so forth, or it could have been this property. I mean, it's just that's common because it's the video I've seen of the the collapse looked like it was from a security camera overlooking a, a parking lot there you that go. had a, a pool between it and the parking lot and the hotel or the condo that collapsed. You would think that that security footage was set up to watch the parking lot it just happened to have the hotel yeah. in the background yeah they're just in the field yeah yeah i mean so point is security cameras are abundant they're pervasive because they're they're inexpensive and uh, the technology has has uh, made it such that it could be installed anywhere and we have ubiquitous internet connectivity and all sorts of tools to use to to manage and access video surveillance Almost every new home built today, and certainly at a certain price range, has got the full complement. It ain't that expensive. We're going to step away here. We've got a break for you. When we come back, we got more talk. But at 11.05, Michael Watson, Secretary of State, and 12.05, Shad White, State Auditor, will join us. You're listening to the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. 
I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing in construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing in construction. 601-371-1051. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind, sawdust. I mean, bugs have I got in my beard? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Gather here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Ducktails. 
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music today. TV theme show Thursday, little DuckTales. Yeah. Darren and Jackson says the Dems have a dream of owning and controlling everything you've created. Yeah. Now that it's been created to a point, right? So it's easy. <laughs> it's easy to talk about redistributing wealth through some socialistic apparatus, central planning. Once capitalism has created the wealth, now we're just going to divide the pie. That pie having been cr- created by an alternative and uh, much more attractive economic model, that being capitalism. If we would have started with that model, what the heck would we look like? North Korea? Arguably. Ever seen a a photo from space looking at the peninsula, Korean peninsula, north and south at night? Yeah, the only light's coming from Kim Jong-un's house. (laughs) They got no electricity. Of course, that's the left's dream, isn't it? We all live in the dark. No carbon footprint. Well, the state-sponsored news in North Korea, I forget, was it two, three years ago now, they had uh, a really bad famine, so the news was coming out every day reminding people that it's healthier to eat two meals a day. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just so insane. It's Yeah, they don't have coffee in North Korea. They have meth. (laughs) You show up kick your shoes off at the door, as is custom, and then instead of offering you a nice cup of tea or a cup of joe, it's, you want some meth? (laughs) That's pathetic. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Carolyn Starkville said Fox is saying two deaths now. It's likely to to climb even higher. I'm seeing more and more reports that they believe they've pulled all the survivors from the rubble. Mm. And the, the building had 130 units in it. So we don't know what the final tally is going to look like at this point. We we can only hope and pray. That's really it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, speaking of technology, I actually had this in, uh, in my list of uh, stuff to talk about today. John McAfee, inventor uh, in many circles, at least. It is, uh, he is considered to be the father of antivirus software. And he was found dead yesterday, John McAfee. Uh, He was really a pioneer of antivirus technology at a minimum, found dead in a Spanish prison cell. Something is just weird about this deal, isn't it? It apparently happened after he was notified that the authorities in Spain agreed to extradite him to the U.S. on tax evasion charges? Yeah, exactly. And some are now discussing tweets uh, McAfee had previously posted. Uh, There was one from 2019, a little cryptic, but he says, getting subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're We're going to kill yourself. Hmm. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. Dollar sign whacked, he tweeted. 
including a link to a now offline website. That's weird. I don't know, man. He has had a wild and weird lifestyle for as long as I've known he was a dude. Yeah. For the longest, I thought McAfee was some sort of just business entity that really, really wanted you to have antivirus. <laughs> it wasn't until the last, I don't know, five or six years that he's become a, a figure in his own right. He's a very eclectic yes. individual, yes, shall we say. It, so anyhow, this is weird. This just happened yesterday. Uh, he's, he sent some – I mean, he, po- he was posting uh, not long up until – prior to his death. So, man, I don't know what to think, and I I hesitate to speculate, but... Yeah, he's been... I hate to use the word running from these charges, but it seems like that's been his life for the last few years. He's had plenty of chances and opportunities to uh, try to right the the ship, but he just stayed in international waters and traveled the world, and I think he eventually got arrested, was it earlier this year? Yep. In Spain? In Spain, yes. So, you know, in 2020, a couple years ago, I I don't remember the exact time, but he was, he made some references to Jeffrey Epstein. So, of course, you'll have some conspiracy theories, I'm sure, that suggest that some in those remaining circles had him taken out. Who knows, man? It just It's really weird. In fact, yeah, here Darius says he got Epstein on the ceasefire text line. He didn't have something on the Clintons, did he? That's from Ron and Columbus. Well, that's a plausible theory as well. It seems, seems folks that do have a tendency to sort of vanish from the planet, I guess. Um, man. They meet their end in the weirdest ways. Yeah, exactly. Mose talks about his uh, security system here. He says, for 350 bucks, I have four cameras around my house and two across the road watching the farm equipment, all wireless and continuously recording with a terabyte of storage. Yes, yeah, so just again highlighting the point that uh, we've seen a proliferation of video surveillance technology being installed everywhere. It's pervasive. Uh, because it is inexpensive, it is very easy to use, it's very effective, and uh, so it's not just for, I guess, wealthy uh, facility owners and so forth, the, the smallest of residences now. And, you you know, you can go down to the any electronic store and just buy one that you can, that just stand, it's freestanding. You don't have yeah, to Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it just, wasn't that long ago that you only really saw them at banks. Pretty much right, yeah. Or casinos. Yeah. Maybe some public buildings, yeah. uh, you know, courts, uh, um, jails and stuff. But right, so that's the point. Is they're ubiquitous now uh, as a result of affordability and functionality, usability. So that's the way that stuff works. But Scott in Rankin County says, I bet he had Hillary's emails. Maybe so. Who knows? Uh Man, anyhow, that's, uh, that is just a weird story that we'll try to see what else we can find out about. Speaking of technology, Windows, Microsoft, I should say, has announced that they intend to release Windows 11. Windows 11, uh, it would be the new version, upgrading from Windows 10, which is the commonly 
installed version now on any, certainly on any new equipment that is Windows enabled, a Windows based system. So 11 on the horizon, according to Microsoft. I, I would tell you that, in my view, this is. It's always a toss up with a rollout of a new Windows. Oh yeah! Anytime you got a new operating system, new application software, you're you're installing problems. Is what you're doing, having been in that industry a long time, and it's it's a you know there's some that are want to get the latest greatest and they'll jump right on it and do it. Uh, I typically it's much safer uh, from a problems perspective and and. Uh, just hassle perspective, it's if it's a new system with the operating system. Upgrading an old system to a new operating system is generally always more problematic and more of a challenge than just, uh, but it's better just throw away the old one. And you know, I thought 25, 30 years ago that that's where we would be. These things will be in blister packs. And sure enough, they're in blister packs for the most part. They're disposable. Used to be a time when Folks would spend a lot of money constantly upgrading uh, equipment to keep it current. Now it's now we use it two or three years and throw it away. That's why so many of the larger enterprises purchase uh, this this kind of equipment on leases. They just turn it in and start a new one. Every couple of years, total refresh upgrade. But, the, man, the tasks associated with upgrading operating systems on old machines, by the time you get that done and you account for all the costs associated with that time and the hassles and the downtime, et cetera, you just as well buy a new one, honestly. And there's some really slick tools that allow you to migrate one system to another and just transfer all your data. Either. And then you've got that balance of, am I an early adopter yeah. or just an unpaid beta tester? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So, Although I will say through the years, they're way better at that. And they've just they've learned from each each uh, iteration, and that's way better and a, a lot less risky. We'll step aside for a break right here on the JT Show. Don't forget Michael Watson at 11.05, Shad White, our auditor at 12.05. We'll be right back. The JT Show shall continue. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. 
from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a black label bridge builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the black label bridge builders. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With experts warning that the emerging Delta variant may be more infectious, state epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers explains that having a large amount of the population unvaccinated could have dire consequences. Because of that increased infectiousness, not only can it be transmitted to those individuals who are unvaccinated, but it can also be transmitted to folks who are fully vaccinated, who may not be completely protected from the vaccine or may be in congregate settings where their exposure rises to a higher level. Mississippi currently has 29 cases of the strain. And Amazon has announced it will build a solar farm in Scott County. It's part of the company's launch of new renewable energy projects in the U.S. The Mississippi solar site is one of 14 new projects in North America and Europe. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hello. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. 
Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. That's great lyrics, isn't it? <laughs> well, thanks for that, Rhino. I asked Rhino to play that in honor of this uh, next story as a lead-in. You see, the Spider-Man met the Pope yesterday. It turns out that there is an individual, Matteo Villadrita is his name. He is an Italian. Uh, not that you couldn't tell that from his name, but he's 28 years old, and he visits, visits sick children in hospitals after having undergone several childhood surgeries of his own for a congenital uh, condition. But he doesn't just go to the hospitals. He shows up in costume as superheroes. And so the Pope got wind of Mr. Villadrita's uh, generosity, and he asked him to show up at the Vatican yesterday for his weekly address. And so, and, and he was in his Spider-Man costume. I mean, it is a well-done costume. Now, I, I have it up on the screen right here, and it's he looks fantastic, and he's also got a nice physique on him. I mean, he fits the role, you know. So, this photo, he's shaking hands with the pontiff, and he's handing him is the Spider-Man, one of his signature Spider-Man masks, which is pretty cool. So this guy spends his time going around visiting with children in hospitals, and he shows up in character as one of the superheroes. That's pretty neat. And, and so good of the Pope to invite him. Just watch and looking at that photo. And there's, and there's video going around. He's in the big crowd outside of the Vatican, and he is uh, he's being welcomed, of course, and everybody's wanting to do a selfie with him. It's pretty cool. So one of the headlines I saw, I think it was out of Italy, that the only headline was just Arania Ominis, which is Spider Man in Latin. Oh, really cool. That's that's cool. So you know, there's good people in this world. And and this is an example of one. And unfortunately, that sort of stuff just didn't get enough press. And we probably ought to do a better job here as well of uh, highlighting some of these these good deeds done by good people. So we're going to do better at that. Uh, but nonetheless, really cool story and would encourage you to go look it up and see the photos and in, in particular the really short video about that. 
Also, we just learned that Secretary of State Michael Watson is going to join us at 11.20, running a little late. So uh, we had him scheduled for 11.05. He'll be here at 11.20. Looking forward to that. We're going to talk about the municipal elections just occurred. And uh, also some impropriety that he's investigating with respect to municipal elections. And, of course, an update on the Tackle the Tape initiative, his office has uh, implemented. And anything else we want to talk about is uh, what he said when we talked to him. So S-1, the the uh, Voting Rights Act that failed, we talked about that yesterday, failed in the Senate and is uh, causing the Democrats to demand an end to the filibuster. And they're putting enormous pressure on Kristen Cinema from Arizona, Senator, and Joe Manchin to get on board with ending the filibuster so that they can ram through that agenda. That's what the plan is, and this would be top of the list. It's H.R. 1 in the House, already passed, and it's S. 1 in the Senate, one indicating it is their top priority because it secures uh, their power, it is thought. And it bears repeating, though we said it yesterday, that the traditional approach to districting the congressional districts has been a task for state legislatures. And there are, and the states have their various uh, policies and standards with respect to that. But if this bill were to become law, redistricting would be done by, of course, computers with human-created algorithms driving uh, the way the lines are drawn. Now, what are the chances any of those would include preferential treatment from certain parties to get the districts that benefit them the most? I mean, this is nonsense, in my view. Uh, So, we'll see where all that goes. Darren in Jackson said that's against the U.S. Constitution. Specifically what, Darren? I mean, there are a lot of the provisions of this bill that I think could be called into question from a legal perspective, and I'm quite sure they would receive legal challenge. I think that's true. Well, this whole push to end the filibuster just goes to show how short-sighted and naive Democrats really are. You think back to the last time they changed the rules to get their way. And then what happened to them? They got three three Supreme Court justices put down them. That's right. Because it was really they who did that first. Mm -hmm. And so while Mitch McConnell wasn't on board with ending the filibuster, though he could have, from a legislative perspective, uh, he he did follow their suit and... uh, allowing Supreme Court justices to be approved on a simple majority. And right, so now we got three on the court. Yeah. Do they really want to go changing the rules again? Well, I think they believe if they change the rules, they just pack the court. The problem is, as you know, there's never enough. I mean, pack it to what number? Oh, it's not enough more. We don't, we're not getting what we want. I mean, it's, You noticed you've heard the pack the court nonsense kind of die down since there have been so many unanimous or near-unanimous decisions handed down by the overly conservative Supreme Court. Exactly. Yeah, where even the liberal justices are, are chiming in. And they're trying to persuade Breyer to step down. You may die 
That's what AOC said, right? <laughs> and they're trying to get him to retire. And he says, I ain't going anywhere. You know, all they did is made him dig in more. That's what's so dumb, that they just fail to recognize and acknowledge, consider basic human nature. And that's what they told that guy. you got to step down. You're in the way. Because you might die. <laughs> and we can't afford This is crazy. We need somebody more progressive. Yeah, and so he's good for him. He dug in, and he ain't going anywhere. Speaking of some of the crazy stuff, you shared with me yesterday this story about Subway and Subway's tuna. Will you tell us what's going on there, please? Yeah, there have been a couple different studies regarding the tuna served at Subway and in your Subway sub. The most recent was done by the New York Times, and they went to three separate Subways and got a total of 60 inches of Subway tuna subs and sent them to be studied to verify that the, the tuna subs did contain tuna. Yeah. And what they found, well, what they didn't find was any verifiable tuna DNA that could be amplified to the point where they could tell it was tuna DNA. In <laughs> fact, they couldn't figure out what the DNA was from. The, the saving grace for Subway, though, is that it could just be that it's been so processed you can't find the DNA in it anymore. And when you, when you see what Subway is sold, they have a big box that says tuna in brine. So it's not necessarily Subway saying, "Hey, we're not we're not serving you real tuna." Whoever's giving the tuna or whoever's selling the tuna to Subway is not using tuna, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tuna conspiracy theory. Something's fishy. Yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, we could go on and on on that one, couldn't we with the puns? <laughs> So crazy, man. It, it really is. Uh, it's gotten to the point where people have gone into subways with their, their camera phones for the TikTok <laughs> or for the Instagram or whatever, trying to show me your tuna. And they've had subway workers go in the back and come back out with the big box that says on the side, tuna in brine. Please say that ain't so. They're coming in with their cameras. <laughs> Are they tracking the trucks from... <laughs> From the fisheries all the way up to the processing plants into the subways. That's what I want to know. Man, oh man. Unbelievable. And in fairness, there have been a couple of other studies, and I believe it was one by the Washington Post that found they found tuna in the tuna subs. So <laughs> there's no telling. <laughs> tuna Runa. I love it. Okay, we're on that note, we shall step away with a little, is this Hong Kong, Hong Kong fooey. <laughs> we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we got a text here from Jeff in Forest County. He has a different take on an exchange between General uh, Milley of the U.S. military and uh, Matt Gates yesterday. We'll talk about that and the wokeness in the U.S. military when we return. Hong Kong Fooey! Terrific! 
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 74. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. For your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. Demand the best for your truck. Linex spray-on bed liners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between airport and crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 44 to 86.50. March cotton was down 32 to 86.11. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 23 and 3 quarters to 13.61 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans were down 23 cents to 13.23 per bushel. July corn was down seven and a quarter to six fifty-seven per bushel. September corn was down twelve and a half to five thirty-eight and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was down one twenty-five to one twenty-one sixty-two. October live cattle was down ninety-two to one twenty-seven twenty-five. August feeders up eighty-seven to one fifty-six fifty-seven. September feeders up sixty. To 158.67. At this alley, Dow Jones is up 291 points, 34,165. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Farmers can't choose the weather, trade policy, or market prices, but they can choose the most advanced dicamba with confidence. Ingenia herbicide has the lowest volatility of all dicamba salts for more successful on-target applications. And it's straight from the dicamba experts, BASF. So make the confident choice for your soybean crop. Talk to your BASF rep or authorized retailer. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA restricted-use pesticide. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert, Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Like floating. <laughs> it was either Unsolved Mysteries or the Twilight, Twilight Zone. I figured it was fitting for the tuna. <laughs> it is perfect for the tuna. If we could find the Charlie the Tuna ad, that would even be better. <laughs> I'm sure I got one somewhere in here. <laughs> oh, boy. Paul in Meridian wants to know if you've put in your order for your F-15 and your nuke yet. Yeah, we're going to get to that uh, after the break. <laughs> the uh, the break at the top of the hour, Paul, got lots to discuss with respect to President Biden's address to the nation on crime in this country. Let's just say it was a dud of duds. It was terrible. Even Geraldo jumped on him. That's bad. Geraldo's uh, kind of squishy. Kind of in the middle there. But he really, he jumped on him big time on this one. Because it was terrible. Absolutely awful. We got some sound we're going to play on that, too. We'll get to it for sure. So, uh, Amanda from Pike County says, Isn't the old Jimmy Stewart movie, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, all about the filibuster? Honestly, I don't recall. That's a good question. And I don't recall. We'll take a look at that. Baseball. Stanford lost the game season on a wild pitch. Saw that. It was crazy. Felt bad for the pitcher, man. Uh, it's weird. I mean, that guy was dealing. Yeah, it all fell apart in about five minutes. Just that, just five, that bottom inning. With two outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, just was dealing, honestly. And all of a sudden, that ball, no chance the catcher could get to that. And uh, Vanderbilt goes on for the win. Stanford goes on. That was weird. I mean, I, just looking at those faces, you know, having been around baseball, played it, coached it, et cetera, had a kid that played it at a high level. It is gut-wrenching, heartbreaking. It'll just rip your heart out, I think, more than any other game, any other, any other sport because of stuff like that. There is one more caveat on the, the tuna story that I forgot about. Yeah. Somebody from the text line reminded me from the 601 on the ceasefire text line. I think the thing with the tuna is they were looking for DNA in an already cooked ah, sandwich. Okay. Heat will destroy DNA, so they might be that might be why they couldn't find any. Gotcha. Well, that, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy how that and Britney Spears have become like two of the top stories. <laughs> Britney Gate... <laughs> Two of the top stories that uh, are consuming our news cycle. That is crazy, what's happening to Brittany. She's 39, almost 40 years old. And she can't even decide, you know, what color to paint her walls. Is being medicated against her will, has been hospitalized, forced to perform. This is nuts. 
I don't even know how that can happen in this country and how it can't be challenged effectively, but we shall see. But it's certainly consuming the, uh, the news cycle around here. By the way, Senator Ted Cruz, he had an interesting tweet yesterday <laughs> talking about the cancel culture. He says, these are 15 things you can't say anymore because they can get you fired, canceled, and erased. I think most of our audience could probably guess what those things are. We'll go through them real quick. I think you'll find it entertaining and insightful. America is great. Christopher Columbus discovering America was a good thing. George Washington was an American hero. Thomas Jefferson was an American hero. Abraham Lincoln was an American hero. Our founding fathers were extraordinary patriots. America has been a force for good in the world. We should stand for the national anthem. Police officers keep us safe. Marriage is a holy covenant before God. An unborn child is a child. Children do best when they are raised by a mother and a father. Israel is our friend. The Wuhan virus came from Wuhan, and there is a difference between boys and girls. You say any of that, good chance you're canceled, fired, expelled, expunged, extinguished, erased, whatever you want to call it. You, what do you think about that? It's, it seems like we're headed in that way, if not already. So we're all tiptoeing around, and many hesitant to exercise our First Amendment rights. But I thought the Supreme Court case, with respect to the cheerleader, they, they made a distinction in, the, in the, the opinion as to why that some of the justices did. One of the justices did. I can't remember which one said, look, if she's out tweeting and on her social media posting uh, information and statements that would suggest violence and harm, yeah, I think there's there's something to, to be said for that. But if she's just mad and acting crazy and using profanity, mm, it's a little outside of the school's scope and purview. <laughs> so, and that was what? We eight to one, right? On that one, the vote. We'll step aside right here with a Smurfs theme. We got Super Talk News, Fox News, more talk. We're going to get to the wokeness of the military and talk about President Joe Biden's speech on crime. And then Michael Watson will join us all right here on the JT Show. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. At least two people are dead with 51 people considered unaccounted for after the partial collapse of a 12-story apartment building in Surfside, Florida. It's near Miami. The northeast corridor of the apartment had uh, collapsed approximately 55 apartment units. Miami-Dade County Assistant Fire Chief Ray Jadala. The Biden administration is extending for one more month until the end of July a nationwide ban on evictions from buildings with federal financing. The moratorium started in September meant to keep newly homeless people from getting or spreading coronavirus. A group of bipartisan senators is invited to the White House today to discuss what they're calling a breakthrough on infrastructure spending negotiations. Republican negotiator Senator Mitt Romney says the group's bipartisan proposal includes a way to pay for infrastructure, but details are unclear. The White House has drawn a hard line against increasing the gas tax or implementing fees for electric vehicles. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, America's listening to Fox News. 
Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving Central Mississippi since 1993. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The possibility of a Medicaid expansion isn't dead. Senator Joey Fillingain is the vice chair of the Senate Medicaid Committee. We're open to looking at how that would work and would it be a net benefit to Mississippi or would it be a, a net detriment? And I don't think anyone is, uh, certainly not, I haven't, I don't know anybody else that I've spoken with has come to a final conclusion as to whether that would be even a possibility in our state. It won't be long before we see how Louisiana's off-site mobile wagering will affect Mississippi casinos. Gaming Commission Director Alan Godfrey on some other changes. If they move a casino or a license to Slidell, uh, the effect that's going to have on the Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be a, a significant effect on, on our Hancock County casinos. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Do you want to make more money? Do you need a high school diploma? Do you need help fast? No problem. Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. My Best, improving the quality of life for Mississippians. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. College Football Playoff Board of Managers has tasked a working group with looking into a possible 12-team playoff. Mississippi State's Mark Keenum is the chair of the board. He told Supertalk there's plenty of work that needs to be done before anything's decided. So now we've tasked the management committee over the course of this summer to do an even deeper dive and show us what it is if we want to make some changes between now and in year 12, what are the challenges that we've got to deal with? Or is it better for us to just continue this course of action? The playoff is currently in year seven of the 12-year agreement. He offered an ICE agent up to $8,000 to let him go, but... It didn't work. Jesus Miranda Alcantar, an illegal alien from Mexico, pled guilty this week to attempting to bribe a federal officer. He now faces a maximum penalty of 15 years in prison. His sentencing is set for September. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this Friday Eve. Got it. All day. So we thought, uh, Mr. Secretary, you were going to be a little late, but glad you're here on your appointed time. Oh, my st- appointed time, that's right. <laughs> the uh, previous engagement got shifted around a little bit, so we were able to get here on time. And before we get into this, yeah. uh, a point of personal privilege, my sister's birthday is today, oh. so uh, I refer to her lovingly as Scary Carrie. So, uh, Carrie, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, day. Carrie. <laughs> that's awesome. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for coming in. Saw you a couple times earlier this week. We had a good time at the Madison County Republican Women event. What a great crew. It's a good uh, crew. You know, they do a wonderful job of, of getting engagement. I love seeing the younger individuals getting out there and, and really starting to plug in and being engaged in the process. I think that's important no matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, making no doubt. sure you understand what's going on in your community, uh, being engaged, listening to speakers come and talk about what's happening in their different agencies or divisions or uh, in the private sector from, from wherever they are and understanding look, what's happening around me and, and how can I be engaged and, and make Mississippi better yeah and and uh, appreciate you speaking to the group as well uh, that was enjoyable uh, an update on your office and so forth so yeah it's good group and it's it's good that folks are involved and engaged uh, and there are a number of other great uh, Republican women groups across the state as you well know yeah, well, uh, we've been so. traveling the state quite a bit so uh, it's fun to go across Mississippi and you know if you're from the coast like I am or from North Mississippi or from Central Mississippi at the end of the day we're all Mississippians yeah. we all want what's best for our families and for our communities and yeah we have some some cultural difference from time to time and that's okay it's part sure. of what makes us beautiful in Mississippi but at the end of the day look, we're, we're all here for the same reason and that's to, to do good and to love on our families and our communities. 
Totally agree. Awesome. Well said. All right, so we just had municipal elections this past week. Uh, Anything of note from your office with respect to that go off pretty smoothly? It it did, and I I love uh, talking about this because I want Mississippians to know how engaged we are. Uh, We we had over uh, roughly 20 folks from our office in in over 60 cities around the state going into precincts, making sure that the election laws were being followed. Uh, we, We had a few reports of things that were going on around the state, some that we jumped on, some that are more public than others that we've talked about. About, yeah. uh, what, what's happening up in Lee County and Tupelo, yeah. uh, and so different things that we saw and were able to observe, and then bring that back, and, and it, it helps for a different reason uh, than than just the public understanding. Hey, we're out there engaged. It also gives us that immediate feedback on the ground. How can we do this better? Uh, so I think it's great that our team gets out there and, and they volunteer, Gerard. It, yeah. we don't, I don't make them go. They come and say, hey, look, we want to be a part of this. So really appreciate our team uh, across the board at Secretary of State's office. Just some good folks who love Mississippi and want to see some good things happening. So you and I were talking, uh, chatting a little bit before we came on the air about whenever there is impropriety that uh, is discovered, reported, investigated, and so forth by your office, First, we got a couple of possible situations here that you guys are looking into, right? That's right. About Lee County. Yeah. And as an example. Yeah, and it's and, important, you're right, about the process to yeah. educate Mississippians on how that works. So uh, on our end, uh, obviously, we are out there looking at the precincts, what's going on, get reports all day long from across the state. Our, our phone lines light up, uh, and our team does a wonderful job. Kyle Kirkpatrick, and uh, he's the head of elections at the office, does a wonderful job, and Gabe and the rest of the crew. But uh, the key thing is when we hear those things, we want to get to the bottom of it because oftentimes people just talk. Okay, yeah. I heard this and yeah. I heard that. Well, that doesn't mean it happened. Uh, so we want to gather the facts, and then we engage with uh, the prosecutorial side. So it's either the local district attorney or the attorney general's office. Okay. Uh, in the case up in, in Lee County right now, you know we've been we've been talking to the district attorney up there, John Weddle, doing a fantastic job. Uh, so I, I want people to understand we don't have the authority to go after these folks. Now we can gather the information, we can hear all the tips, and, and turn them over to the proper authorities, but what. At the end of the day, you know, where, the, where the, the tire hits the road, that's where the prosecutors come in. So at the district attorney's office or uh, your municipal prosecutor could do it as well, your county prosecutor or the attorney general's office. And you don't submit and uh, refer every report. You, you do some investigation. Your office does as well, that's right? A, that's so. a great point. We had a guy down in uh, Jones County uh, last year, matter of fact, presidential. And he called and, and uh, launched a couple complaints. And so I called the circuit clerk. I called everybody I could talk to to, to gather the facts. Hey, what actually did happen here? Yeah. And at the end of the day, uh, I think he was a little upset with something that went on, but it, there was nothing wrong. Uh, they did their jobs correctly. He just thought maybe it looked you know a little different. Sure. And I appreciate him for, for calling us sure. and saying, hey, heads up. Get get the get the folks out there and find out what's going on, because the more folks that are paying attention, the more folks that are being engaged, that then call our office and say, "Hey, heads up." Yeah, that's better for us. Yeah, uh, it's it's letting people know that we're going to hold uh, you know the folks accountable and we want to go after them. Well, nothing better than citizens holding their own government accountable. Essentially, that's what's happening there. That's so, what it's in the, about in the process. You can't possibly have resources positioned at every precinct, watching every vote. It's not possible. But when citizens are paying attention, if, if they see anything unusual, they report it to your office. And So the phones, I suspect, ring quite a bit on, <laughs> on uh, Elections Day. Do you staff yeah. additional for those days? We do. We have folks from across the office that will come in, and, you know, like our IT crew will, yeah. will listen in on phone calls. Sure. Um, 
if something's going on in our precinct and they need immediate response, hey, what's what's happening with the machine? Or, uh, you know, folks that do want to call in and say, hey, I saw somebody within 120 feet of the precinct. Again, you get those calls all day long. Yeah. And, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, so our staff responds to those quickly. If it's calling local law enforcement saying, hey, this is going on, we need you to go down there and help, whatever it is, we want to be that resource that does plug in and say, hey, we're, we're here to listen and we're here to respond uh, to, to the uh, degree that we can. And, and we always will do that. Yeah. So it being municipal elections uh, this past week, and, and this is the year for that, uh, the way our system works and is structured, and, and it is for a number of states across the country as well, I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on what seems to be kind of a trend in the, uh, the voting uh, tabulation process, a, a new approach known as ranked choice voting that we're starting to see take hold, I think, in New York. America's biggest city. Uh, they had mayoral elections this past uh, primaries this past Tuesday, and it's first time that they've employed ranked choice voting. Do you see that getting any traction or I- any uh, interest in Mississippi it, from a municipal perspective? Let's start with that. It possibly, and I think one of the good things about that, and the way to kind of look at that is, as we've talked as, as conservatives, uh, you know what works in in one state may not work in another. That's right. Yeah. So if you look at it from that perspective, maybe it is kind of a neat thing to try at a municipal level first, and if you're having success, if it makes sense, then hey, look, if it's working down there, then maybe it will work across the state. So I think that's a beautiful thing. Uh, You know, at local level first, does it work? If not, then let's not bring it to the whole state. But if it does, yeah. So I think it's something that we can look at. Uh, I've got a great policy team that that really digs into the the weeds uh, about, you know, who's doing what, what's good. And that's the great thing about the 50 Laboratories of Freedom. You know, what's working over here, let's take a look. Is that good for Mississippi? Is it not? Uh, So the beauty of of federalism and, and making sure that we're studying what's happening in other states. Let's keep it that way. Amen. Uh, that's what I mean. You're right. I mean, as you are touting its beauty, and I totally am on board with you on that. The concern, of course, we have, and you and I have discussed it many times, and we'll talk some more about it, is uh, the push by Democrats in Washington to federalize the entire American elections process so there would only be one laboratory, if you will. That's exactly right. And, and obviously, we're talking about HR1 and S1. Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, you can talk about the different facets of it, and, and we can dig into the, the pieces of it and what, yeah. what it's actually going to do. But at the end of the day, uh, what you boil it down to is it takes the state's authority away to run their elections, period. Yeah. And so it is a one-size-fits-all. Hey, guys, this is how you're going to do it. It's a mandate from Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, obviously, conservative. I don't hide from that. But the best, you know, ideas usually come when we work together as a team. Yeah. And unfortunately, what we've seen from D.C. is there is no team. Uh, it is completely slanted to the left. One and, way. Uh, this, if this thing were to pass, and, and thank the Lord it, it died on the house, or on the Senate floor the other day, but if it were to pass, uh, in my mind, the system would be so slanted in elections uh, that it would be really hard to, to win elections if you were a Republican. And I'm speaking as Secretary of State, as a nonpartisan individual. And I am a Republican. I ran as a Republican. Yeah. But if you look at it from an objective perspective and understand what is in the bill uh, and, and how it's slanted, you, you can't help but recognize that. And they know that. And that's why they're pushing so hard for it. It's why it's it's uh, listed and styled as number one number of one. their bills. That's right. It's their top priority. Because they know that once we got power, we can do anything we want at that point. And uh, that is absolutely the plan. Well, 
Yeah, and you know, we talked about this the other day with, with Senator Manchin coming out and I actually praised him on public uh, on, on Facebook, I think yeah. it was, Twitter somewhere, and appreciated his stance. And, and the more you look into that, and I think people need to know this, he was a former Secretary of State in West Virginia. So right. he understands elections. Be careful. Yeah, I appreciate him coming out against it, but we've seen his compromise now, and it leads down the same road to a certain extent. Showed a little chink in the armor there. <laughs> did. Glad you got here on time. You can hang with us another segment. We we'll talk it. about the tackle the tape program, a Absolutely. couple other things as well. We got Secretary of State Michael Watson in the studio on the JT Show. Stay with us. We shall return. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 74. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. For your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for no 
nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Rhino and Thundercats. That's about as reliable on TV theme show Thursday is is Men Without Hats Safety Dance on One Hit Wonder Wednesday. He does it just to aggravate me. I love Thundercats. That was a good show. Thundercats was. Men Without Hats, that one kills me. I just can't deal with that one. All right, we are back. Secretary of State Michael Watson is our guest. So... We were just talking about this. So this ain't going away is what bothers me. This this HR uh, 1 and S1 which are the bills that seek to totally federalize the the elections process and and voting in this country and strip that authority away from the states. It's uh and and so we've had a, a, some listeners that have texted in, well that would seem to be unconstitutional. Well, it might be, but unless somebody files a lawsuit, takes right. them to court, and gets the Supreme Court to rule on it. Yeah, there are some restrictions on First Amendment that are in there, and the listeners is exactly right. And you're right. It doesn't matter unless somebody challenges you it. you got to challenge uh, it, so yeah. At the end of the day, you got to have somebody with some money that has the ability to hire an attorney and, and go get it. Because folks in the, in the Congress, they don't say... Hey, is this constitutional? Constitutional? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's, not That's what they say. <laughs> exactly. I remember hearing about that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. uh, that's It's sad but true, unfortunately. So we were talking offline with about Joe Manchin and his uh, concession on an ID. So, of course, we know in Mississippi uh, a photo ID is required to authenticate oneself as they approach right. for a ballot. Right. But what does Manchin want to do? Yeah, so basically he says, we're going to have some alternative IDs that you can bring. For instance, <laughs> a utility bill. <laughs> uh, thanks, Joe. That's, that's I think a even one. a credit card with your name on it or something it, crazy Absolutely like ridiculous. Yeah. So, again, uh, I'd mentioned now I appreciated his, his stance, um, and, and I do, but you got to make sure you understand, wait a minute, what's coming. Yeah. Uh, so you look at... at, at What's coming down, and we've talked about this, they're going to continue yeah. talking about it, uh, the John Lewis uh, legislation that will be coming. If they don't put something in, in HR1 or right. S1, you will see it somewhere. So just keep your head on a swivel out there of the election laws. Man. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy when you think about it. And, and again, this is a situation where there is a sharp divide between the parties. There's, like, just no agreement on this. Uh, amongst the parties. And That's right. And, and sadly, and you probably saw this, but Schumer, some of the things he said on the floor the other day. Oh, my gosh. Come on, buddy. End of democracy. Yep. 
is what some of, this is it. Where it's the end of it. Like Republicans really? are for suppression. They're going to suppress your vote. And man, uh, you know when you look at what happened in Mississippi last year, when we registered over 119,000 new voters. You know things like that. They don't. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want right. to talk about the facts. Right. Uh, but is what right. it is. Politics. So. And, and we should also explain one of these key provisions that is objectionable to Republicans but fully supported by Democrats is this idea of mail-in voting. And, the, and there are two different aspects of that. The idea of you can apply uh, to receive a ballot right. to mail-in, right. which is verified typically with a signature verification. It is verified against the signature on file Correct. for that voter. We have that in Mississippi. So, you, you have that process, but theirs is a little bit different. Let's, right. uh, let's open it wide open. And we talked about this with, with voter roll maintenance and why that's important. Uh, so when, when you have uh, you know ballots that are just flying out and mailboxes all over the state, even if that individual hasn't been purged from the voter roll, they're going to get a ballot. And so then you got folks in the neighborhood that know, hey, they don't live there anymore. I'm going to do the nice thing and go vote for them. Well, that's illegal. Uh, but right. that's, that's a hardcore you know, uh, exhibit A. If, if this happens, this is what you will see, and you'll see an escalation of voter fraud. In fact, it would disallow, correct me if I'm wrong on this, purging of voter rolls. So basically, Unless somebody comes in and says, I want off the roll. Pretty much. you got to come in and say, hey, take me off. So dead people can't do that. Uh, it, it also makes legal uh, ballot harvesting. Right. So when you think about universal vote by mail combined with ballot harvesting, Recipe for disaster. Yeah, period. meaning in universal vote by mail simply means we're going to blast out a ballot to everybody on our rolls, including the dead people. That's right. And uh, we're not going to stop doing that until the dead person shows up and says, take me off the roll. So you do that, and you take that to the next step, ballot harvesting. Take that to the next step of ballot drop boxes. we got no chance. <laughs> we're done. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Tackle the tape. Tell us what's going on there, Mr. Secretary. Yeah, really excited about that. We launched that last year. We're coming up on, I think, uh, July be one year that it's been in place. Uh, and basically what it is, uh, is you know, the Secretary of State sits on the Occupational Licensing Review Commission. Uh, we're on there with the Attorney General and the Governor. Uh, and, and it's great because we can look at these new regulations coming out from these different boards and commissions and strike them if they're overly broad or uh, you know, um, not narrowly tailored for public health benefits. So there's some things that we can do to strike those. And we saw that and thought, man, that's helpful, but that's only 20 boards and commissions. How do we uh, make that bigger? How do we have a bigger impact on that? So we launched Tackle the Tape back in July. And if you go to our website, there's a piece on there where if you see any kind of statute, any kind of regulation, you name it, that's bad for businesses, we want Mississippians to help us report that to us so then we can dig in and go to, if it's the legislature, we can go to the legislature and say, hey, you need to take this law off the books. If it's a regulatory matter, we can go to that you know agency and say, hey, this is hurting small businesses. We need to cut that. So Break that down to, to a lower level. What is, what is an example? Perfect example. The other day, there was a business owner on the coast who called, and he had bought a historic building. So he was going to preserve it and turn it into a business. And he was going to sector it off, and there are going to be a number of businesses in this building. Archives and History steps in and says, hey, uh, you're going to have to leave this, this corner of the building alone. It didn't have a door. So for this person, basically, you just lost a fourth of the building because there was no entrance. And there were some windows back there. Anyway, some issues, and, and archives and history said, nope, sorry. So he calls us, and uh, and I give her a lot of credit, Katie Blunt. I called Katie, and I said, Katie, come on. we we got to figure out a way to help this individual. And we did. Uh, they were able to work out a compromise where he restored some window. And, and 
legally, obviously within the bounds of the law. Mm. But now that person is going to be able to start another business to hire employees, to help families, to grow the community. And that's what it's about. That's at the yeah. core. That's what Tackle the Tape is about. How do okay. we cut this regulation and make sure the businesses can thrive? Well, it's timely. I, I was uh, speaking when uh, we started the show today. I, we did a remote yesterday uh, at uh, one of Supertop's customers, Ace Bolt Screw, fine mm-hmm. Mississippi-based company. And, you know, just came away thinking, this is a just a great success story for Mississippi, and this is one that I think reflects the majority of those in our country, just entrepreneurs with a vision to go out, step out, take risk, uh, work their rears off, and build something of, of societal value, create right. wealth, jobs, etc. And uh, there's a lot of things that could get in the way of that, capital, marketing, uh, mismanagement of expenses. But the number one thing is government. <laughs> That's, That's right. the number one thing that can get in the way. So this long. Tackle the Tape program is really designed to get government out of the way. That's right. And the cool thing is, the more that we talk about it, and the more that you hear about these small stories, and somebody may say, well, man, that's really small. That's just one business. But that one business will turn around and turn into two or three businesses no down question. the road. And they hear, you know what, there's somebody actually in state government that wants to help cut that tape. We're going to call them. We're going to tell them. Absolutely. And I can tell you. I bet I could tell you five, ten stories off the top of my head right now where we've been able to help a small business, uh, if it's Department of Revenue, if it's Archives and History, if it's you know Board of Contracts, whoever it is, where we have been able to call and say, hey, look, and, and many times, Gerard, they'll have the authority from the legislature to create and craft regulations, create and craft regulations. But sometimes what we have seen is there's this kind of gray area where I don't know that you have that authority, but you went the extra step with a regulation. I got you. And when people identify that, I love that. Yeah. Where I can go and say, uh-uh, that's not what the legislature said, so let's let's cut that one. And yeah. it's been a really good success. Well, certainly here in Mississippi, as uh, we like to think of ourselves as a conservative pro-business state, I know you are, I am, many of our friends and circles are. We can do better, I think, can't we? Absolutely, and we talk about that as, as such a, a red state. But then when you look at our regulatory burden, we're one of the most overregulated uh, states in, in the southeast. Why? I don't know. And it's, it's because, crazy. you know, it's because, well, it's just how we've done business. And until somebody comes in and says, no, 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 I always that's just how we've done business. That doesn't work anymore. Yeah. That's not a good excuse. Yeah. Let's go tackle these things one at a time. And as you cut one, then two, then three, and then it snowballs. And businesses start to succeed, and I think that's a great thing. Sometimes, as you know, external influence can get involved in that and and try to push law, regulatory uh, matters, and and protectionism. Yeah, to just I wasn't going to say it, but that's what it is. It's protectionism. There's no question. It is, and and I've, I've talked about this before at the federal level, and people talk about how do we change it? Well, you change it by electing folks who don't have to have the job. Right. Period. No question about it. But, but while I'm here. We're going to do some good things. Well, that sounds great. Always a pleasure having you on the show there, Mr. Secretary. Good to see you as usual. And you and I are going to see each other at the Neshoba County Fair, right? We'll be there. We're going to try to tee it up? Absolutely. All right, Dance sounds like rabbit, here we come. <laughs> That's going to be fun. <laughs> Looking did. forward to that. Thanks for coming on. We got, got uh, Michael Watson's been our guest. We'll come back with a little bit more talk here in the second hour of the JT Show. And then we've got Auditor Shad White is going to join us at 12.05 after the news. We'll be right back.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after after only one or two treatments, the therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com COVID. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The possibility of a Medicaid expansion isn't dead. Senator Joey Fillingane is the vice chair of the Senate Medicaid Committee. We're open to looking at how that would work, and would it be a net benefit to Mississippi, or would it be a, a net detriment? And I don't think anyone is, uh, certainly not, I haven't, I don't know anybody else that I've spoken with has come to a final conclusion as to whether that would be even a possibility in our state. It won't be long before we see how Louisiana's off-site mobile wagering will affect Mississippi casinos. Gaming Commission Director Alan Godfrey on some other changes. If they move a casino or a license to Slidell, uh, the effect that's going to have on the Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be a, a significant effect on, on our Hancock County casinos. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. are coming Saturday July 17th Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more. group of daddy drivers to ever whirl their wheels in the wacky races, competing for the title of the world's wackiest racer. The cars are approaching the starting line. First is the Turbo Terrific, driven by Peter Perfect. Next, Rufus, Roughcut, and Sawtooth in the buzz wagon. Maneuvering for position is the Army Surplus Special. Right behind is the Ant Hill Mob in their bulletproof bomb. And there's ingenious inventor, Pat Pendy, in his converter car. Oh, and here's the lovely... Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. I was reminded of Wacky Racers either yesterday or the day before when a trailer was dropped for a new cartoon crossover that nobody saw coming. Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> I think we finally hit another phase of, oh, of man. society where we're going to have cartoon crossovers like we had with the Wacky Races. Wow. Yeah, well. If we can get a Wacky Races 2.0, okay I'd, be, I'd be game. Yeah, that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. So I'm watching now on the screen, uh, President Biden is about to speak after a meeting with some uh, Democrats and Republicans concerning infrastructure. The, uh, the latest that they have been hammering out is a $1.2 trillion bill. That is about half of what originally was sought by the Democrats. So we'll see where that lands. And it does not include any tax increases. And it uh, is more focused on traditional infrastructure. Still $1.2 trillion. Bucks. We'll see where that goes. So I talked about uh, earlier getting back on this deal, <clears throat> this rather fiery exchange between uh, General Milley and Matt Gates, I believe it was yesterday. And this was an exchange about 
critical race theory being adopted by the United States military. And it was, it was interesting to say the least. He, uh, the general got pretty offended, he says, and in fact he said, and I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something like that, because we're studying some theories that are out there. He also indicated, did the general, that he's read Mao Zedong, he's read Karl Marx, he's read Lenin, that doesn't make me a communist, so what is wrong with this, with this understanding? having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. Hmm. So, is that really integral to the military's mission? That they try to, I guess, attempt to examine, analyze this theory? This critical race theory? I, I'm trying to understand how that is relevant and germane to their core mission. But I think the central problem with this argument about critical race theory is that it, it has evolved, it has morphed, uh, and there is not a consensus that could be a consensus definition that could be ascribed to the concept. And it is a concept. It's a theory. And if you look at its origins, and we've discussed this before, analyzing how or the extent to which race and racism is embedded, embedded in our justice system and social and economic constructs, it, analyzing that and understanding that, I don't have a problem with. I mean, I, I don't know that there's a particular issue with that, where it gets out of whack, in my view, and off the tracks, is when that evolves and morphs into this, this attempt to separate and segregate everyone in an organization into groups based on race, and, and then to define those groups, one group is is defined uh, as the oppressor and the other as the oppressed. One group is defined as immutably racist and the other is defined as victims who simply cannot achieve the same level, socioeconomic levels in particular, or just status in life as others, that one group has advantage and privilege and another group doesn't. And when one group is even in some cases encouraged to hate the other and then hate the institutions that are a core to the founding and the development of this country, and not keep that in perspective that, sure, there are there are issues and instances, events in our past that are not anything to, to brag about. They're, they're bad. They're, they were sins at the time, and they're sins now. I don't think there's a problem with people acknowledging that. The problem, in my view, is when you don't acknowledge that the country has done some good, that you don't counter and balance that with the positive features and attributes of the country. 
and, and speak about that in a truthful, open, and honest way. And so what's happened is all of that has been kind of lumped into this basket, this umbrella of critical race theory. If that were just limited to studying and analyzing the extent to which, as I said, race is embedded in institutions, that it is at all anymore, honestly, or that it has been in the past. If you just study that, understand it as a matter of historical context and in situation, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think most people do. I think where it, again, where it starts to push the envelope is... You start applying crap like privilege walks, and that does nothing to generate any unit cohesion whatsoever. It just divides your units up. And that's... Between oppressed and oppressor. And that seems to be the result, and if not just the, the essence of the effort in general, which is division. That's where it's a problem. I don't see how that can possibly be in the best interest of the machine which is charged with working as a team to defend the nation and keep it safe. And so the issue I have, responding to Jeff here in Forest County and Jason as well, who said, laugh out loud, he told the truth, talking about General Milley. Y'all just have a narrative to convey. Love listening to y'all, generally, even when I don't agree with stuff. But y'all are wrong for this woke military stuff. Have a good weekend, gentlemen. Well, first, there is no narrative to convey. I don't know where you get that from. Nobody in this company has ever come to me and said, hey, we got a narrative we got to uphold here, and we want you to convey it. Ever. So you don't know what you're talking about on that, Jason. And honestly, I, I take exception to that. Nobody is telling me or Rhino what to say. You've been here a lot longer than me. Now, if I said something that was considered problematic to management, pretty sure I'd hear about it. Might even be replaced, taken off the show. That'd be fine. I accept that. It's, uh, it's at-will employment. Both ways. As an employer of 33 years, I get that. You know, I've had a few employees in my days and negotiated a few contracts. So nobody's telling us to say anything. We're not here to, to convey a narrative. We have views. This is an opinion show, and we express them. We don't apologize for that. That's just what it is. We also have news. We have a news department. They publish and and uh, report news, that's different. This is opinion. We're expressing our opinions. So I do believe that there are issues within the military, and that's because I have a great deal of respect for folks like Senator Tom Cotton, who's really running point on this, this matter. And um, the representative from Florida his name escapes me. His last name is Waltz, I believe, Rhino, W-A-L-T-Z. Uh, he, too, has been involved. And they're just, at, they're just looking for answers because they are receiving... Mike Waltz. Mike Waltz. So both of these individuals were in the military. I believe Senator Cotton was a captain. Yeah, Congressman Mike Waltz was, I believe he still is, the first Green Beret to serve in Congress. Okay. And I don't think there's been another one since he was elected. I didn't. Because he's been in office 
two or three years now, so yeah. it had to have been recently. Yeah, it hadn't been that long. But th- these folks came out of the military, and, and both were uh, high-level and in elite units. Was not Cotton? Was he a SEAL by any chance? I, I want to say for some reason he was, but it, it doesn't really matter. The fact is, these are the two that are running point on this. And so what's happening is, and this is where I'm going, many members of our military are sending these guys accounts. They're, they're speaking out, and they're sending letters and emails and other forms of communication where they're reporting stuff that's going on. Now, I guess we could just dismiss all that and say it's just not true, or we can continue to try to, to investigate it and get to the truth. But the general said nothing about that yesterday. He just focused on the context of CRT. Break time here on the JT Show. We'll come right back. We'll continue this discussion on the military. Stay with us. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. USDA Deputy Undersecretary of Rural Development Justin Maxson has announced that the USDA is investing $185 million to equip, rebuild, and modernize essential services in rural areas of 32 states. The investments will benefit 3 million rural residents in 233 projects through the Community Facilities Direct Loan and Grant Program. Of these 74 awards, Totaling $4 million will help communities with their long-term recovery efforts following natural disasters such as hurricanes, floods, and tornadoes. Among the 32 states that will be included in the projects, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi, Texas, Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming, among others. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show. Yay. On Super Talk Mississippi. Hot Wheels! Hot Wheels! I had Hot Wheels growing up, put the little orange track together and all the cool cars, little springs in the wheels. They uh, And they had a little supercharger station that you'd have to rev up, oh, battery yeah. operated, and the car would had little rollers in it, run through it, and it'd grab it and shoot it out on the track. Pretty cool. We are back on the JT Show. So just looking at an update that I wanted to pass on about um, the situation in Miami with the condominium which collapsed. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that at least 51 people are unaccounted for at this time. So this just broke a couple of minutes ago. Just wanted to pass that on. So just continuing this discussion about, uh, because it's deeply disturbing, I have incredible respect for uh, members of our armed forces and, and their service to our nation, past, present, future. And, and I only talk about this because I'm concerned about what appears to be uh, some changes going on in the armed forces where, where they, too, are ad- adopting this, this diversity and, and inclusion effort. And it, it can go so far, and where it goes too far to me is when, again, folks are, are promoted and they are recognized or assigned duty on things other than performance and merit. I mean, the military is, has just been – that's been a legacy of the military. It's always been a merit-based, achievement-based organization. I mean, all about that. And when we start replacing that with identity, that becomes a a concern. And so 
And by the way, just to clarify, Senator Cotton was, uh, Rhino, a member of the 101st Airborne, right? Correct. He served with the 101st Airborne in 2006, and then again 2008, 2009, and then from, uh, in the meantime there, he was with the 3rd Infantry Regiment, also known as the Old Guard. Okay. And Representative Waltz, who's been uh, just elected last cycle, I think, right, from Florida, his military background? He is the first Green Beret elected to Congress. All right. And the other running point on this in the Congress, Representative Crenshaw, a Navy SEAL. Correct. So these are the three that have been uh, receiving communication from members of the Armed Forces about what's going on. So one of these things, you tell me, folks. I mean, this, this is not ingrained in critical race theory, but... Again, this is where it morphs, and it evolves, and it gets kind of hijacked. But this privilege walk, which we've discussed before, so this was communication directly from an airman, said they were forced to participate in an exercise called a privilege walk, and described it as a racist exercise. Members of the wing, this is quoting this airman, Members of the wing were ordered to separate themselves by race and gender in order to stratify people. That's another one of those words, isn't it? You always see in all this identity garbage, stratify people based on their perceived privilege. That was the complaint from the airman to Senator Cotton. And then it turns out he got several more supporting that. So... Asking, and this this was a line of questioning or something discussed with Secretary of Defense uh, Lloyd Austin at a hearing a couple weeks ago. So why isn't the the general General Milley, whom is is um, had this exchange yesterday with Representative Gates, why isn't that being discussed? So that's separate from critical race theory. This is I don't think there's anything in critical race theory that suggests. Uh, anything other than academic, that you should organize people into groups and and uh, sort of ostracize these and and um, accost these and, and these others you praise. I, that's divisive and and crazy in mind. So Pentagon officials they defend a lot of this training and they say it promotes diversity, equity, and inclusion in the armed forces. So again, are we dismissing performance, and that's and and replacing that with these efforts? That that's concerning to me. And so, Cotton also said that he talked to um, someone at West Point who said, "Yeah, we're teaching critical race. We have a class on it at West Point." I don't know what the uh, the content looks like, but. That would seem to be a concern. You have a class. They just say diversity and equity inclusion is important to the military, and it will be important in the future. We're going to make sure our military looks like America and that our leadership looks like what's in the ranks of the military. Why is it important what they look like? That's, that's what I have a problem with. Again, totally antithetical to Martin Luther King's precepts. News is coming your way right now here on the JT Show. Super Talk News, Fox News, and then in the studio, Auditor Shad White will be in to talk about a lot of stuff going on in the Auditor's office. Stay with us. Take me to the future. 
You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announces a special House committee to investigate the January 6th riot at the Capitol. The select committee will investigate and report on the facts and the causes of the attack, and it will make report recommendations uh, for the prevention of any future attacks. Senate Republicans last month blocked the establishment of an independent commission to investigate the riot. Former President Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani's license to practice law in New York State is suspended. He's accused of making false comments about the 2020 election. There's a search for survivors and bodies in the rubble of a condo building that partially collapsed overnight near Miami. At least two people are dead. This is a building no one knows what's going to happen next, and certainly no one knew in the middle of the night in the darkness after this disaster what would happen. But firefighters, rescue workers were on that rubble and in those apartments. We expect over the next couple of days a careful search through three stories of pancaked rubble. Fox's Steve Harrigan in Surfside, Florida. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A suspect is dead after an officer-involved shooting in Alcorn County. Armed with a knife, the suspect, identified as 39-year-old Robert Blackburn, ran into the woods behind a home after deputies tased and pepper-sprayed him. After re-emerging from the woods, authorities deployed the taser again in an effort to get Blackburn to drop his weapon, but it was ineffective. He then lunged at officers while raising the knife before a deputy fired. Blackburn was taken to a local hospital where he would later pass away. $117 million in improper unemployment benefits were paid out last year and during the early months of the pandemic. House Speaker Philip Gunn admits the Department of Employment Security was overwhelmed. We as legislators got just inundated with phone calls from people trying to get their benefits and how do I get through, can't get through the phone. And this wasn't just a problem in Mississippi, it was happening in other states as well. I'm Kelly Bennett. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, 
visit our website at www.msboc.us. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the ISOL platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. As Mississippi's newest city, Gluckstadt is starting off with a zero balance. Mayor Walter Morrison told us their projected annual sales tax revenue is $1.8 million. You can expect about a 60-day delay from the time that the first tax dollar is uh, gathered or collected until such time it's actually paid to the city. So we're looking at August or, or September before we'll have $1 to the city's name. Gluckstadt is 17 miles north of Jackson off I-55. A Mississippi healthcare organization is working to contact patients affected by a data breach. According to WLBT, the Mississippi Center for Advanced Medicine was the victim of a ransomware demand. The breach affected an internal server that contained documents, including some personal patient information, possibly names, social security numbers, or more. The center does say no credit or debit card information was compromised. I'm Kelly Bennett. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this Friday Eve. And joining us now, also in the studio, our good friend, the State Auditor of Mississippi, Shad White. Good afternoon, Shad, Mr. Hey, Auditor. Thanks doing, for coming brother? in. Good to see you. Good to I'm, see I'm you. I'm going to see if my voice holds out for this. I clicked the bass up just for you today, <laughs> just to see how it goes. Well, we appreciate you using your voice a little bit there more you go. to come in and there talk to us. So you guys been busy down there at the Auditor's office. You got some stuff that... Uh, it seems to be in the news almost every day. Yeah. 
the good news is you're finding this stuff. The bad news is we got folks out there still trying to uh, pilfer from the taxpayers yes. is what's happening here. So let's start with this this uh, Santine situation. It, you know, I've talked about it a lot on the air. Medicaid, just as a system, is just brutally complicated to start with. Yes. It, it yep. just is. So, and, and just to kind of set the stage here, it constitutes um, almost 20 percent of our total state funding, just our share. When you look at the combined share, federal and state, last I checked, it's either right close to our total general fund spending or maybe slightly more than our general fund. It's a gigantic program. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. We're talking about billions, five and a half, six billion dollars total, of which the state shares just under a billion. So it's a big line item, as we say. All right, so we've got these third-party um, companies, managed care providers, that oversee this gigantic system, very complex, between uh, the providers, the pharmaceutical companies, the distributors of pharmaceuticals, and then there's other folks involved in that, as you know, known as these pharmacy benefit managers. I'm just trying to set the stage, and then I'm going to let you yep. talk. What the heck's going on here? So you set the stage well, and, and let's get into a little bit more detail about what a PBM is. Yep. So a PBM is, is a corporation, and they, they, like you said, sit in the middle of a health plan and your local retail pharmacy. So let's say you are on Medicaid, Gerard, and you walk in, you need to get a prescription filled. You go to your local pharmacy, maybe you pay a little bit of a copay, you're going to get the pill that you need from the pharmacy. The pharmacy has to be reimbursed for the rest of that cost of the pill that you hadn't paid them. Right. So what they're going to do is they're going to send basically a bill to a PBM, a pharmacy benefit manager. The PBM is then going to bill a managed care company, and then the managed care company is going to charge Medicaid uh, a certain fee for serving you as a Medicaid patient. So that's kind of how the flow of money works. And, and what we were seeing is that there's a contract between the managed care company and Medicaid, so that's between this corporation and the taxpayers, and that contract says that certain drugs can only be uh, the charges for certain drugs can only hit a, a certain ceiling and they set those ceilings out in the contract well the more we looked and this really started in Ohio the more this the Ohio State Auditor looked the more he realized that the contract was being violated that the bills for those drugs was exceeding what was allowed in that contract so I saw that in 2018. The Ohio State Auditor's Office puts out this report that suggests this is happening. And we in Mississippi and our Medicaid program happen to be served by the same company that is serving the Medicaid program in Ohio. So I said, we can, we got to figure out if this is going on in Mississippi, too. So we moved quickly. We got with the data analysts who did that work in Ohio. We pulled them down to Mississippi. We, we set up an arrangement with them. They started looking at the, the bills that were being charged by the PBM. And lo and behold, they see that yes, Mississippi is also a victim of, of this overbilling. So that's the initial phase of this. We sort of prove up the case, figure out what we need to show. Uh, uh, you know, once we get our eyes on it, we realize that this was very difficult to see for anybody on the outside, including Medicaid. This is yeah. why this is why this is happening around the country because basically no Medicaid yeah. was capable of catching it. So when we see this in these internal documents uh, at these companies owned by Centene, 
we jumped in with Ohio, basically. Ohio had already sued Centene, and, and we get at the, the settlement table with them. And ultimately, as you said, we ended up with a $55 million settlement. Ohio is getting $88 million. Just to compare those two, remember that Ohio has four times as many people as Mississippi. So, sure. so 55 is a good number for us, I think. Uh, $55 million settlement, in our records at least, that's the largest civil settlement that has ever resulted from an investigation started in the state auditor's office. So we're pleased both with the dollar amount and also with this idea that we have now disclosed this to the world, Centene knows we know where to look, and Centene has now committed to making sure that this doesn't happen again. That That's a good end of the process, I think, for Centene's case. And so we should also maybe touch a little bit on this this concept of formulary. Yep. And uh, I don't know. You, I'll let you explain it if you sure, want to. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So one of the things a PBM does is that they make a list of drugs that they say a health plan will cover, and that list is called a formulary. And and they do that uh, <laughs> as a way to. Um, get large pharmaceutical drug manufacturers to you know do what they want them to do yep. this this is a pbms have a lot of power uh, somebody said to me this morning when you find a corporation that has more power than pharmaceutical drug manufacturers, you know you found the power in the room. Uh, so, so they have a ton of power because they have big contracts with states. They make these formularies, these lists of allowed yep. drugs. They get rebates from the pharmaceutical manufacturers for the drugs being on the formularies. So you got a lot of money flowing through these middlemen. And, and I'm not saying the middlemen are totally unnecessary. They did at one point perform yeah. a valuable function. It's just that they're behind so many closed doors. It's so hard to tell what they do. Most people have never heard of these things. And they make so much money they do. off of all of us that they, they need to be subjected to transparency. I would just uh, suggest this to our audience. If you go out and, and just do a search on uh, pharmacy benefit managers, PBMs, but say in Google, switch over to from the all uh, filter, switch over to the images. And there are about 8,000 charts that depict this flow of money that you're describing. Mm-hmm. And if you sit there and try to read that and understand, it'll hurt your head. I mean, yep. I've done it just, just yep. out of interest. But the point is, it's all the closed doors you're talking about. And yep. these charts uh, s- sort of expose that. But there's, as you said, there's no way Medicaid could possibly understand no. all of that flow of money. And the, in the original days, the, the idea was a PBM sort of combined the buy- buying power. And they were to pass on those discounts and get some fee for negotiating the discounts and then pass those on. Uh, to the retailer, and then ultimately to the customer. But that's yes. not been the case of late, and that's kind of what was happening here. That's the idea, is that the PBM would be able to negotiate at a big scale, get rebates back for the customer, and then pass those savings on to the customer in terms of lower drug prices. Right. Well, if you've filled a prescription lately, you probably think, it doesn't feel like these drug yeah. prices are getting any lower these days. And and what we saw, specifically in Ohio, what they saw is that uh, the the savings and the fees were not really being passed on. That's that's one of the big things that concerned the Ohio State Auditor at the time. Yeah. Uh, it, to go back to your point about those charts, 
Yes, I would encourage your listeners to go and research these things, learn about them, because we're working on this right now. But I'll just go ahead and tell you right now, every single one of those charts that I have seen is simplified. It is a simplified version of what's happening. Imagine that instead of seeing one PBM on your chart, that there are actually a ring of nested corporations, and it's a holding company and all this other sort of stuff. So it's super complicated. That's why this is has been happening. Uh, and, And I'll say, just to throw a bit of credit to Medicaid, not only could they have not found this, I think, but also when we raised this concern to Medicaid's leadership, I told the director of Medicaid, this, this is what we need to look at. And he said, how can I be helpful to you? I will help request the documents that you need from Centene in order to look at this. I sent him a letter and said, would you send that to, to Centene? And he did. He sent the letter to Centene. And that's how we started getting documents in the first place. So, so this has been a team effort with Medicaid, with the state auditor's office, with the attorney general's office. And, and ultimately, it came to a good conclusion with Centene specifically. Uh, but of course, we're not going to, we're not done. There are other PB operating in Mississippi. Well, gonna, so. Uh, so recently you saw a report about United Healthcare, right? right? And so this is a situation as you talked about is they, they kind of have a, a arm's length sort of relationship with a PBM as as their third party, right? Right. Optum. And, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, so it gets complicated. It gets messy. I even this PBM is not operating in Mississippi anymore, but uh, there was one PBM attached to a very large company, and we were getting conflicting answers every time we asked oh, questions man. about whether the company even owned the PP, PBM. <laughs> we couldn't get the the company's own folks to tell us whether or not they owned this other giant corporation. <laughs> so it not only is it complicated, but in in some ways it's complicated on purpose. Uh, that's I that's agree. what happens with big corporations sometimes. It's, it's easy to hide behind layers of bureaucracy in order to shut out light from the system. I totally agree with it. Uh, I know you got a weak voice you can hang around with. Of course. Yeah. Right. We got Auditor Shad White in the studio. We'll come back and talk some more about what's going on down there at the Auditor's Office. Stay with us. The JT Show will continue. Are you finding it hard to do business with hardware stores these days? Out of stocks, delayed orders, no one available to help you? Ace Bolt and Screw would like to invite you in to either one of their locations for fast, friendly service and the hardware you need in stock. Every kind of tool and accessory you need for every kind of job. And millions of specialty bolts and screws. If Ace Bolt and Screw doesn't have it, they don't make it. Shop Ace Bolt and Screw in Gluckstadt just off 555 next door to Camper Corral and on Julianne Street right off Gallatin and Jackson. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Garden Mama here to ask, what about your trees? Hmm? Everybody like me who has big trees in their landscape needs a tree service, and mine is Matthews Tree Service, the metro area's oldest residential tree service. They're licensed, insured, and ready to consult with you about damaged trees and healthy ones, too. Listen to your mama now and call Matthews for free estimates in the greater Jackson metro area. Call 601-316-8584. Matthews Tree Service. Halito, it's time for the 71st Choctaw Indian Fair, July 14th through the 17th. Live on the main stage, music's rising stars, Jimmy Allen, Zach Williams, and Brett Young. Experience Choctaw cultural arts, food, dancing, plus everyone's favorite carnival rides. Get your war paint on with the Res Run starting 7 a.m. Saturday, or test your strength with the Iron Warrior competition. And new this year is the inaugural Cornhole Tournament. Visit ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hachapisalechke. The best-made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. You know, I look forward to that show, Hill Street Blues, when it was popular. I think I was just out of school, early 80s. And yeah, I think about that before we, before we get back to talking to Auditor White here. I wonder if that would even make the cut as being acceptable in our politically co correct world, because it portrayed police officers in a positive light in Chicago. On top of that, it... it sort of a um, iconic view of the L. Everybody knows about the L, the elevated train that encircles the, the area of Chicago, the main area. But I just wonder if that would even make it today. You like think the show about Com Commish? Yeah. You know, Michael Chiklis. Yeah. I used to love that show. Could that be made now? I don't know. A great cop in charge of it. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. 
you know, all cops are just irredeemably bad, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the way we have to describe them. So I digress a little bit, but uh, we got Auditor White. We were just talking about this this Medicaid uh, scam. Uh, it's re- really not a scam, I guess. I don't know if I'd call it that. But uh, in the settlement that you reach with Santine uh, over this uh, improper charging of uh, for pharmacy products, pharmaceuticals, drugs, $55 million we got, right? Yeah. All right, so... Medicaid is a joint federal and state program. How much of that would be returned to the state and how much goes back to the federal government? How does that work exactly? We don't know yet. Okay. Uh, and, and that probably will depend on what we hear from the federal government now, now okay. that these settlements have happened. So I did have a very brief chat with uh, the Medicaid director, and, and that's an open question, basically, okay. how much will the feds get back? Okay. So I guess we'll find out. Uh, there is a match there, right? The feds are providing some Medicaid funds. 70-plus percent. Right. So I'm hopeful that the state taxpayers will get to keep as much of that as possible and yeah. that it can go back to, to better places, things yeah. that need to be paid for. To- totally agree. And so I guess the other question is, have they fixed the problem? Are they billing us right now? Well, the good thing is, uh, one, they've committed to doing that in the settlement agreement. Two, they know that we're looking. Okay. They know that we have seen the flow of funds. We know how to spot this stuff now. Okay. So hiding it in that way is not going to work anymore. Uh, and, and three, you know, I think this is a message that will be sent even louder as more state auditors and attorneys general get in on this. You know, Ohio and Mississippi are sort of first, but I think you will see other states settling and, and that sort of thing. So on the whole, I think it is going to result, ideally, in, in a change in the PBM corporate structure. I mean, in this case, here in Mississippi, they committed to making Involve, which is the PBM that we were yeah. talking about with Centene, not a PBM anymore, something something hmm. different. I think the FTC at the federal level is going to start thinking about antitrust uh, with these PBMs because they're so large, about three giant PBMs control about 70% of the marketplace. So, so, you know... If everybody's working together, I think over the period of the next couple of years, you will ideally see some big changes. Hmm. Good. So I know there were some members of our legislature who objected to renewing the uh, the technical bill or, yep. or passing the technical bill, which includes the the authorization to contract right yep. with the third party right. uh, uh, manager, uh, man, managed care provider, I should yep. say. So Centene's still in, right? As far as I know, they are. And, and look, that's a decision that Medicaid is going to yeah. have to make. Yeah. It's a tough call. Uh, I was on Gallo last week or earlier this week, whenever it was, yeah. uh, and Paul asked me, well, why don't we set up our own PBM in-house? We could just spend some money in-house to set it up. I think it's a fine idea, but I would not want to be the guy that has to create a pharmacy benefit yeah. managing mm-hmm. company internally in state government. It would It's just very difficult. Yeah. The choices that Medicaid faces are difficult, difficult choices. There are only so many companies that do this. You need somebody to perform some of those functions, but it's it's a hard choice, yeah. and they're going to have to make some of those decisions going forward now that we know what Centene was doing. Yeah, and I've got confidence in Drew, uh, Drew Snyder over at Medicaid to, to take care of that and do the right thing. And again, we should point out, in fairness to him, you had to get subject matter experts Yes. to come in and help with this. This isn't something you would discover in just a routine audit of Medicaid. No. And and really, the other thing to be said about that is, even if you had done a routine audit or knew what you were looking for, this might have been impossible to discover five or ten years ago because the thing that made it possible was technology. You know, we are able Good to point. view more transactions 
more data in shorter amounts of time using modern technology right. than we have had five and ten years ago. And and that's what I'm committed to doing as state auditor. Let's apply new technology to old problems and see what we can solve. We did that with school districts last month. We we used data analytics, looked at 100% of the expenditures of three school districts, found about $12 million of savings for those three. If you could stretch that over the entire population of Mississippi's K-12 schools, you could save $200 million in inefficient outside the classroom spending that's an old problem but let's apply some new technology some new energy to it and see what we can solve yeah and it's a great point and, I, and I've watched that evolve through, through the years uh, with respect to software and, and innovation in software but now everything being digitized as yep. it is and many of the transactions occurring between uh, companies are digital as well, where yep. there's no human intervention involved in yep. that. So it, it makes that a, a somewhat easier with proper tools to extract and analyze yep. that, which is exactly what you've done. So let's talk about the schools, and then I want to talk about unemployment benefits. Sure. So the, the schools, uh, I know you produced a report showing that we just kind of had an outsized amount of our spending, taxpayer spending, going to non-classroom expenses, I yep. think is a good way to describe it. Uh, and, and those decisions are made at the district level, are they not, by the boards of education, not the board of education, the school boards at the district yes. level, to some extent at the state level with the board, but it mostly controlled at the district level. Yes. So, you know, what the school boards will tell you, what the superintendents will tell you is, well, yeah, we do make these decisions about how to spend money, but the federal government and the state government yeah. issues mandates, and they require that we hire this person to do this administrative function or buy this piece of equipment or whatever it may be. So there's a limited amount of control we have and I said fair point that's fine let's take a look at pure waste yeah you know stop with the excuses let's take a look at pure waste what can we what can we say is pure waste and how much of it do you have and so what we were looking at when we did these studies is how many software licenses have you paid for that are duplicative you paid for three different programs and they do the same thing eliminate two of them how many of your bus routes have been made efficient over the last few years can you run your buses in a more efficient route? How much of your supply purchasing have you consolidated so that you can get the benefit of economies of scale? Can you buy more in bulk? So just pure, yeah. simple waste that has nothing to do with a federal or state mandate, and that's what we were able to identify, the $12 million. is probably a number much higher than that, but if we just agreed on what waste is and, and how much of it that you had, that's what we identified. We're talking about $200 million across the state. Think about the teacher pay raise last year. It was $50 million. Right. For a thousand bucks. For a thousand bucks. There's yeah. a lot of money sitting out there that we spend year after year after year that could be going to the kids and going to the teachers, not on things that just don't benefit the children and benefit education at all. Essentially, it's overhead. Yes. What it is. So, so it's kind of, it's fair to say, isn't it not, Chad, that that's sort of borderline as far as being within your scope. Yeah, uh, as, as, from an audit perspective. Well, what I would say is, uh, it, what is borderline about it is that I cannot tell another government entity what to do. Okay. But in my statute, I do have the ability to go in and do performance audits. That's not borderline at all. Uh, that that mission that the legislature has given me through state law is to go out and find efficiencies okay. as state auditor. Now, okay. I can't go to a school district and say, you will implement yep. these recommendations. That's not my role. Uh, but I can tell them, I can't help them find ways of doing things a bit better. You can point it out. Yes, and and so you did that. You you took the uh, your, some of your resources and and embarked upon this project and and produced this report. 
And so now our legislature knows about that. The, yep. the districts know about that. Those who are elected by the citizens of that district um, that serve on these school boards, they know about it. Yep. They're the ones that really need to take action here. And we, I think it remains to be seen whether or not they will. Yep. Uh, and, and that's going to require some pressure at the local level. So good news is we, we govern our, our schools at the local level with our school districts, and they have a fair amount of latitude yep. in doing so. Uh, but we can't tell them what to do. We're sort of limited, and I think that's the point here. That's right. So that's right. hopefully we'll, we'll get something going here. I wanted to turn our attention to unemployment benefits. We just got a minute or so left in this segment. Can you stick around? Because this, sure. that, this yeah. is going to take a Absolutely. little while to talk yeah. about. Absolutely. And I think it's important. Yeah. Uh, really to explain what's going on there exactly and the uh, the degree and extent uh, of it. And so I, I kind of have a truism, I say here, a, a Gerard truism, if you will, <laughs> on the show, which is wherever there's big government money, there's usually big waste, fraud, and abuse. Bingo. Uh, and so... <laughs> and we had more spending this past year exactly. than we've ever had before. And uh, in particular on unemployment benefits. Bingo. And of course, the as you recall, as we go to a break here, the directive was get these things out as quick as possible because people are hurting. And I mean, that was from government, yep. right? So this wasn't from the unemployment uh, uh, group, uh, uh, the Mississippi Unemployment Commission that was doing this, uh, Employment Security Commission that was paying these benefits. I mean, that was the directive. We just, people are hurting, yep. they're out of work, get these benefits as, as, as quick as possible. That in itself is a recipe for problem when you're yes. talking about something like this or so many moving parts. We'll take a break right here. We've got Auditor Shad White in the studio. We're going to come back and further discuss this uh, unemployment benefits situation. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy conditions, low around 74. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. For your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, 
$1,000 at Heavy Equipment Glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstadt or online at bennelson.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A suspect is dead after an officer-involved shooting in Alcorn County. Armed with a knife, the suspect, identified as 39-year-old Robert Blackburn, ran into the woods behind a home after deputies tased and pepper-sprayed him. After re-emerging from the woods, authorities deployed the taser again in an effort to get Blackburn to drop his weapon, but it was ineffective. He then lunged at officers while raising the knife before a deputy fired. Blackburn was taken to a local hospital where he would later pass away. $117 million in improper unemployment benefits were paid out last year and during the early months of the pandemic. House Speaker Philip Gunn admits the Department of Employment Security was overwhelmed. We as legislators got just inundated with phone calls from people trying to get their benefits and how do I get through, can't get through the phone. And this wasn't just a problem in Mississippi, it was happening in other states as well. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. 
You can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. even remember that one. Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. Okay. Where they were in a car together and then their earthquake happened and they got swallowed up in the in the big crevasse and wound uh, up in the Land of the Lost with dinosaurs. Okay. I, I do remember the dinosaurs. Uh, is that kind of a takeoff on the planet of the apes, you think, maybe? Was triggered by that i don't You're know blending universes now it's just, <laughs> that's right planet of the apes happened when there was like an uh a drug that made the apes smarter and then they took over the planet oh I, I, we could go into detail i if remember want, that <laughs> charlton heston that's right is he's statue of liberty finds the statue of liberty who could forget that scene that was kind of creepy and he it was good it was good. It was good and his his acting and his exclamation there we won't say it on the air that's right. pretty good though wasn't it <laughs> Who can forget that? That's I right. don't know. I, I was uh, younger when I watched it, kind of afraid to go to bed, you know, at, at night after watching <laughs> the, the Statue of Liberty covered in moss and only showing up to uh, to the chest area there. So we got Auditor Shad White in the studio. We, all right, so we're talking about unemployment fraud. The last figure I saw, 115 million? 17, 117. 117 million. Uh, and we paid out about what two plus billion total north of two billion during yeah. this this period this pandemic period. So this all got started just for some background back in um, last year under President Trump when these expanded extended supplemental federal benefits were enacted and those uh, combined with the standard state benefits. For I think the four hundred dollars was that first tranche, as I recall, per week. By the way, four hundred dollars per week, and in in the state of Mississippi, I think two thirty five per week is the maximum unemployment benefit, as I recall. So, nonetheless, this four hundred dollar um, supplemental benefit was paid, funded by the federal government for those who qual- applied and qualified for unemployment benefits. The problem, of course, is almost anything qualified for unemployment benefits uh, based on the provisions of that law and then the subsequent renewals of that. I think we've had two renewals of that, if I'm not mistaken, including the most recent signed under President Biden, the the, uh, Rescue Act, that uh, extended those benefits until uh, the end of September, of course, in the state of Mississippi, we have terminated them. Mm-hmm. Uh, our governor did, along with 24 other states, I believe. But so it was just a flurry. Lots of money being dropped out of helicopters. Uh, it was just ripe for the picking. And th- there was a, a sense of urgency to, to get these benefits out. People were out of work. They were hurting, had to pay their bills and all that stuff. So there was political pressure from the highest levels in our government across this country, all the way down, that just opened the door for all kinds of problems. And over the last few years, we've had a uh, massive compromise 
data compromises of identities, including Social Security numbers. That's the, the crown jewel, frankly, of identity theft, including the big-time Equifax breach, which is where lots of these Social Security numbers are still being used for fraudulent activity. I just want to level set that and then ask you, Auditor, to explain that what constitutes fraud with respect to unemployment fraud uh, vis-a-vis that relative to just gaming the system, if you will. Yep, sure. So that's that's a great way to set the stage. Going back, the country was facing very difficult times. We were looking at a recession. A lot of people were being – they were losing their jobs. They were unemployed. COVID was, uh, you know – it was it was you know in those early days in the part of this audit that we covered and as a result of that we pushed all this money out as a government the amount of unemployment benefits payments skyrocketed north of three thousand percent during the first few months of covid and of course when you hand out a lot more money the incentive to defraud the system is also very high too so what we saw is a huge uptick in fraud and and to your point what we found when we audited the unemployment compensation fund from the middle of 2019 which is pre-covid to the middle of 2020 which captures the first few months of covid we saw 117 million dollars worth of improper payments that's just payments going to folks who weren't eligible for the program okay Okay, so now let's separate out what you just said some of that's going to folks who maybe thought they were eligible but they were not and they still got the money anyway some of it may go to folks who fudged a number on the form didn't quite know exactly what what they should have been saying on the form whatever uh but a lot of it is also going to people who are trying to defraud the system. So to use your example, let's say there's a person out there who is working, gainfully employed, never lost their job through all of COVID. They had their personal data stolen in the Equifax breach. Yeah. That data lives on the Internet. It lives on the dark web. Right. It can be purchased by hackers and anybody else if they want to. They purchase that information, and then they use that information to apply for unemployment benefits, pretending that they are you. And sometimes they get paid doing that they could be doing that from anywhere they could be doing it from Shibuta they could be doing it from Singapore they could be doing it from their mom's basement in Brooklyn New York so so that's what you saw during this phase of time it was happening everywhere if you googled unemployment compensation state auditor you're going to see these similar sorts of reports coming from every state auditor around the country in washington state they lost 570 million dollars in the first few months of covid we reported here and and they're even saying now that that's the largest loss due to fraud in the history of the state of washington California said at first that they lost $30 billion that they couldn't identify in un- overpayments of unemployment. They've now narrowed it down to maybe about $11 billion, <laughs> just $11 billion. Uh, in Mississippi, we've, we've put this number out there that we've discovered $117 million. We'll audit the rest of the COVID period and release that next year. can give you a better number. The point to me is this. You know, we're not going to get some of this money back. You know, some of these folks who who defrauded the system, they could be living in other countries. Like I said, we're not going to be able to send Black Hawk helicopters to get them. Probably most. It's that's it, absolutely possible. Uh, MDES, the agency in charge of pushing this money out, they need to go try to get as much as they can back. Uh, I, I cannot do that for them. What we have to do as the state auditor's office is to identify the loss. But having identified the loss, this is what we need to remember. A recession is going to happen again one day. 
five years from now, ten years from now, whenever. When it does, there's going to be this gut impulse to push a bunch of money out real quick. Yeah. Just like we always do with stimulus. Yeah. If the lesson from the 2008 stimulus was don't give a lot of money to giant corporations and expect the people to just accept it, don't create that moral hazard. The lesson of this recession, this COVID recession, is going to be don't push a whole bunch of money out trying to get it on the main street unless you have very good fraud prevention mechanisms in place. Use the latest technology to make sure that this money is going to where it needs to, not going out of state, not going to people to try who are trying to defraud the system. Yeah, and it's a great point because technology is really the only way to, to combat this. You can't hire enough people. You can't go physically inspect uh, an, enough of the un- underlying information uh, about an applicant. you got to have integrated technology, data yes. sharing, and uh, very, very complex, sophisticated tools that are able to uh, in, even AI built into some of yep. this that understands this. Something doesn't look right about this. Well, I'll and, give you an example of one. You know, when we're handing out unemployment compensation payments, we need to be checking live against a database of people who are in prison because somebody who's incarcerated doesn't need to be getting unemployment benefits. Uh, That technology exists. We need to turn it on. That needs to be turned on the next time we have a recession. The next time we're pushing all this money out, we need to avoid giving money to those incarcerated individuals. Or dead folks. And the state of Louisiana issued a report recently said that they found that a ton of dead folks got unemployment benefits payments to their address. That's the kind of thing that doesn't need to happen. We've got a lot of the technology already here, already available to prevent it. We just got to turn it on. And we have to be willing to take small delays for some of those systems to work in exchange for the knowledge that it's going to the right place, that we're not going to just lose this money out of state, that it's going to folks who, who are not eligible for unemployment. That's the big thing to me. So so true. It was, it was, it was a, a toxic cocktail, if you will, because we had this sense of yes. urgency uh, combined with lots of money and and relatively easy eligibility. Yes. Uh, certainly, we, we had to uh, abandon our standards here in the state and adopt the federal standards or or yes. include those in our eligibility, right? I mean, that was dictated by law. The feds did give us some leeway, okay. and they said, you know, if you choose, you can pull down certain internal controls and fraud mechanisms, and okay. we chose to do that in Mississippi. And, and now we know that that decision led to some of these overpayments. But also, it should be noted that some of the things that led to overpayments were completely outside the control of anybody in Mississippi. For example, the system that verifies someone's Social Security number was just straight up down for several months. Oh, my so what gosh. Do you, do with that? you can't fix that, <laughs> I didn't right? I know that. Yeah, so so you, have all, you have this cocktail, right? And that's the problem. The point is, let's not create the cocktail next time. And I assume you and uh, the prosecutorial agencies are doing everything you can to pursue as much of this as you can where you can. The Secret Service is leading the national effort. MDES is going to have to get the money back at the local level. Prosecutors are going to have to haul as many of these folks as they can into court so they can find. What a dang mess. If we can even find them, that's a part of the problem. So, Shad, always a pleasure having you on, sir. It's a great discussion. Very informative. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. good to see you. Yep, good to see you. We'll be right back on the JT Show. Stay with us. here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is Pay 
vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Richland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 1999 down. 31.9% for 84 months. He deals with approved credit. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of Bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Bluebell introduced the original cookies and cream ice cream. So every time you dig into that familiar creamy vanilla ice cream that's loaded with chunks of chocolate cream cookies, you can say thanks. You're more than welcome. The good old days are being made right now. Bluebell ice cream at all rainy supermarkets in K's in Yazoo City. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came... I remember that one like it was yesterday. Black and white. I can't remember the guy's name that was an actor, but he was like perfectly cast for that. Was it George Reeves? That's uh, was his name Reeves the same as uh, Christopher Reeves who played in the the movies? I don't yeah, know. it was George How about Reeves. That? Yeah, he was. That was his Hollywood name. He was born George Kiefer Brewer. Okay, great, great actor. Uh, Always laughed because you'd have the bad guy shooting the the revolver at Superman and the bullets would bounce off, but then he would <laughs> throw the gun at Superman and Superman would duck. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want that gun to hit him. The bullet's okay. He's got that. All right. Uh, you got a giveaway for us. Don't oh, you? yeah. We've got some tickets to give away. Concerts are back in the Magnolia State. And on September 26th, legendary rock group Santana will be playing at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets will go on sale tomorrow at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But now's your chance to win a pair of tickets without having to buy them. All you got to do is text into the ceasefire text line. Be the thirteenth person, lucky number thirteen. Be the thirteenth person to text into the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five with the key phrase, and you'll win a pair of tickets. Today's key phrase is smooth. So be the thirteenth person to text into six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five with the keyword smooth, and you'll win two tickets to see Santana on September twenty sixth. Very good. Appreciate that. Also, our friend Jeff Smith informs that uh, the vice president is going to El Paso, not the heart of the border crisis. Rather, it's the home of Fort Bliss, United States Army installation. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what to think about uh, the president, uh, excuse me, the vice president uh, headed down to the border, uh, whether or not that's going to accomplish anything. Uh, I just don't know. I, it remains to be seen, and we're going to be reporting on it. Jeff also says, don't forget Shad White, our auditor, is a National Guardsman. He shared that with me, by the way, off the air. He, that is absolutely right. Uh, how do I turn someone, someone in for receiving PPP loans that didn't qualify for them? That's John from Vance. You know, uh, I, if you can find out who the bank is, I would start there because that's on the bank. I mean, the bank is the one that that issued the loan that vets the eligibility. I think I might start there. Uh, You probably could also report it to the IRS. I'm not really sure. So I apologize, folks. My system did not refresh, and so I'm just now seeing a number of the uh, texts that have come in. Um, I thought it was refreshing, and it wasn't. So I'm just seeing them now, and there's a whole bunch of them. So I really, really appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. 
Jeff in Forest County says, CRT is just the latest echo chamber. Manufactured outrage after Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss. Okay, Jeff. It's really nothing to it, right? So there's all of this information that we have vetted and shared, teaching children to hate police, hate their country, hate each other. That's just fabricated, right? You're in the... That is a conspiracy theory. That's the conspiracy theory that this is fabricated, because it's not. It's clear. It's, it's crystal clear. Even the Pentagon, West Point, is admitting they're teaching it. They have a class on it. And the Department of Defense Secretary says tackling extremism in our country, that is a top priority. And again, this, this push to to uh, structure the military on the basis of identity as opposed to merit. It, that's happening. There's no question about it. And it's disturbing. And it's coming from the top. It's not the service members. It's not the rank and file that are doing this. They're the ones that are being subjected to it. So even the... Uh, uh, the defense secretary says, we should be welcoming everyone who can qualify and who is fit to serve and who can maintain the standards. And secondly, we ought to look like the America that we support and defend our senior leadership. It should look like what the ranks look like. That just tells me, look, 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 that's identity. That's not performance. That's not merit. He says, I think we, should, we can do a better job in terms of making sure that we're absolutely inclusive and making sure that we create pathways or pathways are available for everyone that's in the ranks to achieve. So that would suggest and imply that we're not, that the military is not promoting on the basis of performance, but rather on the basis of, of race and giving preferential treatment to certain races that that would be racism. If that's happening, I'd like to know about it. I, I'm not convinced that it is. So I, I question that. I take, I take uh, exception to it. That's a wrap for the JT Show today. We shall return tomorrow. It'll be Friday, the last day of the week. Will Rhino and I stay safe and God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.